0: There we go. Boom. Good afternoon, Patriots. And of course, welcome back to another episode of Occam's Razor. Hope you guys are having a lovely day. We've got a big show for you today. Recently exposed Israeli election hacking group. You're not going to believe this. These guys advertise as being able to disrupt and fix elections all over the world. And apparently they've done it 30 or so times. Maybe you do believe it. I got to be honest. I'm not that surprised. I'm sure this stuff is going on. And uh, I'm sure that the only reason we haven't heard about it is because why the hell would we, the average everyday people of our nation, need to fix an election? We wouldn't. But we're also going to be talking about the coming false flag virus, the Marburg virus. This is this is the big one, guys. This is the one that they can't fix. It's like Ebola on steroids taking other performance-enhancing drugs. Do me a favor. Don't forget to like and share the broadcast. Hit that like button, and we'll be right back after this quick word from our sponsor. All right. Good afternoon. Welcome back, everyone. Thank you so much for joining us. Let me actually see about getting the Rumble chat and the Foxhole chat up here on screen so that when we do need to switch to this view, you guys can still see what's going on. And where the heck is it? Um, there we go. The Marburg false flag that's the one we want. All right, so friends, Romans, countrymen, lend me your ear because we're about to talk about the news. I appreciate you joining me today. Uh, and I just wanted to say thank you very much for everyone who is here early. And if once again you wouldn't mind, hit that like button. Hit the share button. Put it out there for us on your favorite social media platform, whether it be Twitter, Truth Social, Facebook. I don't know that anybody here still has a Facebook, but if you do have a Facebook, you can put me out there. Uh, Also, good news. We have, uh, of course, our our regular viewers here in the chat. I see Tom Q. Cat, Pat McFly, Durfman, of course, Real Red Pill Fiance. Uh, CKLR, our friend from Canada, says uh, hello from Thunder Bay. We have a lot of news to discuss today, guys. We're, we're going to be talking about the possibilities of uh, all of these disasters. They continue to happen. Just as I was going live, I got news about some additional disasters that have just recently taken place, once again, mysteriously in uh, conservative areas of the country. But I was also thinking, I was thinking, is it is it that they are attempting to make these disasters happen in conservative areas or is it just that the majority of the country is conservative? Uh, the places where the Democrats and the left, the radical left extremists, have strongholds, I mean, they're actually relatively small. They're just very densely packed. If you take a look at the vast majority of the nation— it would appear to me that we have a lot of traditional families and uh, people with traditional values that are just hoping to live their lives and not be uh, submitting to the toxic fumes of vinyl chloride or phosgene gas. You know, I mean, all of these various things that are happening in all of these areas. But let's go ahead. Take a look at this. Hello, J.D. Irish. Good to see you out there as well. 128 likes, 973 people here, please do me a favor, click that like button, and it will mean a great deal to me. I promise, I promise it'll really help out the show. All right, so I I wanted to bring up this disaster right here. This is, oh, why is that so much larger than I anticipated it would be? Hold on just a second, Let let me shut this down just a little bit here so that, there we go, then we've got the full view on screen, and we're not going to be oh, it's because it's because I'm not on this view right here. This is the one that I intended to use, okay, all right, so getting back to this disaster here, uh, I had a viewer reach out who has the relevant experience to talk about the dangers of these types of disasters. So I got an email from someone who I'm just going to call Burnt. Burnt is not in America. He's in another country. But he said, greetings from Germany. I am a biologist. And there rang an alarm bell when I read about burning vinyl chloride in Ohio. I know from my days at university that burning chlorided carbon hydrogens produces some of the most toxic molecules for the environment, animals, and humans. So it's no wonder if animals are now dying around Palestine. Poor people. If they tell you it's harmless, it's not. And then he added a link uh, to an article, which I'm actually going to pull up for you right now so that we can take a look and see the possible dangers of what happens when you are submitted to these types of toxic and noxious chemicals and fumes. So this is an article from PubMed. Uh, and they're talking about the uh, the 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 effects in the human body uh, of breathing in these emissions, dioxins, furins ethylene dichloride, vinyl chloride, polyvinyl chloride, uh, and this is all from manufacturing facilities. So uh, these would be relatively low concentrations, like in the immediate, uh, but sustained over time, but also the effects of it once it gets into wastewater and uh, probably soil as well. So the, the point of this is, this is back in 1998. Uh, it's well known to the federal government and the EPA uh, that these particular types of chemicals are very dangerous in the human body. Uh, he also let me know about this incident that took place in Italy, Saviso, Italy. This was the Saviso disaster of 1976. Uh, it took place in Northern Italy. Uh, basically, uh, uh, Berndt was saying that uh, a lot of these pictures are very similar obviously you've got people who are in these protective suits uh they're digging up the earth they are burying things uh they're taking samples they are e- uh, uh, evacuating people um you know i was really surprised to learn that uh when they initially performed the cleanup here you guys it wasn't just that they were like digging up the 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 soil that had been contaminated what they did was they dug a trench and then they just pushed all of that bad soil into the trench and then they covered it up with good soil. Um, I have to think that that is eventually just going to leach out into the groundwater and into the surrounding soil because as the rain comes down, it filters through, it's going to carry that stuff with it, and then it's going to end up in the drinking water. And then you know where it ends up. It ends up in your fat cells, in your interstitial membranes, in the fatty tissues in your body, and then it stays there until it causes cancer or some other horrible horrible stuff. Uh so last night we did have that town hall in uh in East Palestine. Hold on a second. I need to open this up in a different window. That town hall was held. Um but in unfortunately the only people who didn't show up were the ones that needed to show up the most. And that would have been the Norfolk Southern Railroad people. Uh, the, uh, the, the mayor was there. He was like, I'm not prepared to deal with this. You know, I, I mean, I was elected as a mayor of a small town. I care about the people. I'm going to do what I can to get this fixed. Um, but the EP administrator, EPA administrator, Michael Reagan did actually visit. What really upset me is that Norfolk Southern said that the reason they couldn't come was because they had credible threats to the physical safety of the people who worked at that railroad. Uh, I'll tell you what is a credible threat. Uh, The pollutants and the carcinogens that were dumped into the soil, the water and the atmosphere uh, for the people of East Palestine and in the surrounding areas L- let 's take a look at this clip here from the actual meeting last night for the for Norfolk Southern to not show I'm up. Sitting. it is the worst type of slap in the face because the only people as i 'm uh, I believe that should have been there that should have been mandated to be there should have been the representatives of the Norfolk Southern Railroad. Here we go. this meeting, and I'm sorry, it's a little difficult to hear, but the mayor says that the first time he heard anything from the White House was that day. All right. So it took two weeks for the Biden regime to make an official statement on what happened there in East Palestine. And as far as I know, uh, the response from the Norfolk Southern Railroad has been lacking as well. Uh, From what I understand, they offered something like a million dollars to a cleanup fund Uh, But at the same time, they were trying to get the residents of East Palestine, past Palestine, rather, to sign a release saying that they would not sue Norfolk Southern should something bad happen to them, like, you know, up to and including death. Here is a clip of a woman giving her account of uh, the railroad reaching out to her uh, because her house is apparently one of those that cannot be gone back to. Take a listen to this. And of course, the audio is terrible. Okay, so essentially, I'll give you the the cliff notes. Uh, The railroad called her. They offered to pay her moving expenses, her first and her last month's rent. Uh, And uh, that was it. (laughs) That was it. They were like, well, you can't go back to your home. Uh, You probably can't sell your home. You can't do anything with your home. It's now a toxic waste dump. So here you go. Here's a check for a moving truck and first and last month's rent, so you can move someplace else. Where in the world are these people supposed to move? Okay, if East Palestine is their home, uh, if this area of Ohio is where they were meant to live, then where the heck are they supposed to go? Uh, here is a, a clip from Tucker Carlson that I wanted to play. Let me pull this up. Lynn Schwarzwalder is tonight. She's right outside the town hall where no officials from the Biden administration or the train company bothered to show up. She's the owner of the Von Schwartz Doberman Kennel in Pennsylvania. She's a dog person. She lives about a mile over the border from East Palestine. And she has just been asked to sign a waiver promising not to sue agencies monitoring the air near her property. We thought that was telling. Caitlin Walder joins us tonight with her boyfriend, Chris Well. <laughs> We're going to be in the area. We're going to be testing the soil. We're going to be testing the air. We're going to be testing the water. Everything is fine. Continue to breathe the air. Continue to drink the water. But don't sue us. Should it turn out that everything we're telling you is a lie? Because it is. Kaylin and Chris, thank you so much for joining us. Kaylin, if you'll just explain your experience with the official who asked you to sign a waiver.
1: Sure. So what I can tell you is that um, we would like to have independent testing done and um, uh, the the people at Norfolk had suggested that they were going to offer services by an independent testing company to do uh, air and water testing for us. Um, when these people came to our property, uh, the company was called CTEH, uh, I call it Tech. and um, they had approached our property, came to our, our driveway and said, you know, we're here to test the water and soil. And I said, okay, so you guys are independent from Norfolk. And they said, well, not exactly. So then they handed us a contract. Um, the contract stated that, essentially, uh, Norfolk or any of its affiliates, you know, were going to be, uh, you know, encroaching on the property. They were going to be doing the testing, um, and that it was essentially a hold harmless agreement. Now I'm not a lawyer, but what I can tell you is that. Uh, I did not want to risk um, anything for my future, the future of the business uh, by signing this contract. Uh, EPA was also there um, and we had asked uh, Chris specifically had asked EPA if they could come in by themselves or without signing of any.
0: I I just want to, I just want to highlight the burning of those rail cars once more. Take a look at that fire, the intensity of that blaze and all of that black smoke coming off of there. And I want you to remember that, The vast majority of these rail cars had not been punctured. They were not structurally or integrally in any way damaged. Okay. The Norfolk Southern Railroad made the executive decision, probably with the okay of the Biden regime, that they were going to just burn everything rather than taking the time to come out there with the appropriate equipment and perhaps remove. all of these chemicals from these rail cars. How difficult, honestly, could it have been to come out there with, say, twenty-five empty tankers, uh, a, a, a siphon or a pump or something like that, and just just pump the, the 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 chemicals out, just put it into a new tanker, and then drive away? It must have been a lot more expensive than the ultimate cost of having to pay off this entire town of people. Or the cost of having to deal with the PR disaster that is inevitably resulting from this. Um, You know, I'm not saying that Norfolk Southern is going to go out of business or anything. I mean, they are billions and billions and billions of dollars. Uh, But they might have to change their name. They might have to change their name when it's all said and done. All I can tell you guys is that if you live in East Palestine or you live anywhere in the near vicinity, do not sign anything. Do not accept anything. Talk to the lawyers that are representing these people. Uh, also, we have a uh, a link to all of the EPA sourced documents from the East Palestine rail disaster. This is in regards to air monitoring, uh, the data that they've collected, uh, the random samples that they've been taking. Uh, and uh, of course, you know, I, I, I this is all rather technical, but I thought that there might be people out there in the audience that would like to take the time to go through this stuff and check it out. So I wanted to go ahead and drop it off there. And let me just see here. I'm going to put this over here on the Foxhole. I'm going to put it over here on Getter as well, and we're going to put it over here on Odyssey. But I, yes, we do have somebody over there on Odyssey. Hi, Debbie. How you doing? All right. So, you know, everything that they've taken right now, I'm just going to assume is um, uh, probably tuned down. Uh, because what is the EPA? What are these federal agencies for? At the end of the day. Um, well, they're not to protect the people of America. I would say they are intended to protect the corporate interests of the, uh, uh, of the industries that they purport to regulate. Uh, they are in place so that these companies can have an interface to work with the government should things go wrong and so that they can continue to keep that money rolling in. Because if the EPA was there for anything other than you know a siphon for money, uh, hey, hey, Carrie, hope good to see you. Thanks for being here. Uh, or if they were there to protect the people of our nation, then things like this wouldn't happen. They would ensure from the get-go that this type of tragedy would not take place. Uh, Now, before we get into the Marburg false flag, I I do want to talk a little bit about the helicopter crash that happened yesterday in Alabama. I I talked about it last night on the show, uh, but we didn't really have any information. And I have to say, we don't have much more information now, other than the confirmation that these people who were on that helicopter did, in fact, die. I actually have video of the crash itself taking place. Now, this is on Twitter, Twitter. So let me go ahead and try to make it as big as possible for you guys. Uh, there is volume. It looks like this was taken from someone's ring cam. Um, but uh, last night we had somebody in the chat who was uh, who, who lived very close to where this took place. I don't know if anybody here today, Uh, is anywhere near this or if they have any experience with it. But if you want to reach out to me, you can always email me redpill78 at protonmail.com. I also do have my DMs open on Twitter and on Truth Social. But please, if I don't respond to you right away or if I don't respond at all, don't take it as a personal slight. I, I just get so many messages on so many different platforms between just the show messages and then like my own personal messages and then trying to schedule people to come on the show. I do all of that myself. So, uh, oftentimes I just don't have time to respond to people but here we go let's take a look let's take a look. All right you can see from above the helicopter just appears to fall out of the sky and you can see right there it just immediately drops like a stone and then goes off. you know I said last night, I think the the really interesting part of this story is going to be once we learn who was on that helicopter, uh, if there is any information we can learn about what they were doing, what they were carrying, uh, you know, because, you know, quite obviously, I mean, uh, the U.S. military, they take good care of their equipment and for a Black Hawk helicopter to just fall out of the sky, you know, That would have to mean that something catastrophic took place. Now, whether that's a catastrophic failure of an instrument on the helicopter, perhaps the rotors, uh, or if it could potentially be some type of uh, directed attack on that helicopter, I have to be honest. Uh, I was waiting to see if they were going to report that there was an unknown object in the sky near the time that this helicopter went down, because I would not put it past them to blame this particular helicopter crash on a UFO. Blame it on these uh, apparent, you know, dirigibles that are flying around the sky that uh, have suddenly come out of nowhere, even though we know that they haven't come out of nowhere. I mean, this is nothing new. This happens all the time. Uh, so Lonely German says if a helicopter drops straight out of the sky, the motor was off. Now it looked like you could see the blade spinning a little bit, but not like it should have been. Um, so, you know, what would cause a helicopter motor and the rotors to stop spinning at, uh, you know, when it's however many feet up in the air, I'm not a helicopter pilot. You guys, if anybody out there is a helicopter pilot or has any experience with this stuff, You know, I'd like to know, you know, what are the chances of this happening? What are the chances of this happening? So, all right. Uh, And of course, you know, we got to pray for uh, the guys that were on this helicopter. Um, And still, uh, the only thing that we know, that the crash was confirmed by the National Guard, Tennessee National Guard. Uh, Oh, it was Tennessee National Guard, but it crashed in, in Alabama. Okay, so it was a little bit over log host says that Fort Rucker Alabama is Hilo training post um, what about uh, this the the Tennessee National Guard do they have well I mean I, I I suppose that's like mostly what the guard does right I mean they're doing training exercises so that they can get ready to do their uh, their full deployments Um So I don't know. Is it reasonable to think maybe these guys were just inexperienced and something bad happened? Penny says, uh, question one, who was in that chopper and what did he know? That that's my immediate question as well, Penny. You know, who was it? What do they know? What were they carrying? Uh, You know, how would it benefit someone to crash that particular helicopter? Uh, Because, again, you know, the the United States doesn't want to lose that type of infrastructure. And, of course, they also have uh, money and time that are invested into the soldiers as well. So uh, the residents of East Palestine need to have all their relocation expenses paid by the railroad as any as well as any derailment related medical bills. They need to have all of their medical bills covered in perpetuity. And uh, I think they need more than relocation expenses, because what about the people whose homes are a total loss? All right. What about the people whose entire household, all of their possessions can't be kept? I mean, everything has to be thrown out. Um, Yeah. I I mean, this is about a lot more than just relocating and and going someplace new. What about, you know, people's jobs? Uh, What about the community that they've built up there? You know, it uh, it, it's about so much more than that. So I I don't know that uh, Norfolk Southern can afford what's going to happen here, but uh, they, they need to try. They obviously need to try. All right, we also have a brand new disaster, which just broke out earlier today. Uh, This is a five-acre fire uh, that broke out at a Kissimmee storage warehouse in Florida, down here below me. Uh, They were storing plastic plant pots, which, if I'm not mistaken, those plastic plant pots are made with uh, polyvinyl chloride, which would mean that by burning them, you're going to be releasing a whole bunch of noxious and dangerous chemicals and soot into the sky, very similar to what happened in uh, East Palestine. So uh, about two acres of plastic containers were set ablaze before spreading out to the full five acres. And uh, local citizens have been uh, uh, warned to stay inside and not breathe the air. Uh, which, of course, is impossible because we need to breathe to live. So firefighters are working out on it, uh, excuse me, working on it to put it out. Uh, Osceola firefighters, they, they showed up around 2 a.m. Uh, and got the word about the blaze at Nursery Supplies Incorporated uh, and that the two acres of plant planters were ablaze before spreading to five acres. The nursery itself is not on fire, but, of course, it was evacuated. Here is video footage of that massive five-acre fire. Let's take a look. That's huge. I mean, look at that column of smoke. I mean, how similar is that to East Palestine? I mean, uh, this is just basically the exact same scenario. Kissimmee is farmland. So yeah, is that going to poison all of that farmland? Is the, Are those crops going to be salvageable? You know, look at this. Look at those little streams of water trying to put out the entirety of that nursery filled with plastic pots. You know, burning plastic is, is really nasty stuff. And Madeline says, another train to Ramlin in Michigan. We're going to be talking about that next. Yes. So... Uh, tragedy once again down here in a Republican area. What are the chances, guys? Uh, and uh, as Madeline just mentioned, another train derailment, this time in Ban- Van Buren Township in Michigan. Uh, we've got at least six trains, uh, train cars off the track. Uh, let's see. Here is video of that derailment. And there's no sound, but It's kiss semi in the day and kiss me at night. <laughs> kiss semi. It's not kissing me. Okay. All right. Well, no, kiss me at night. All right. So the real question is, were, was there any toxic chemicals or anything on this train <clears throat> that would make it uh, uncomfortable for the people living there? Uh, only one car on the train was caz- carrying hazardous materials. It's showing no signs of leaking or damage, but that doesn't mean anything. The, the train company might come in and decide to just go ahead and burn it all to the ground anyways. Uh, we have no idea what these people are going to do. Uh, yes, let me just take a look through the, uh, the chat here. I want to see if I missed anything. <clears throat> uh, Scarlet begonias. Several years ago, I read somewhere that they would contaminate soil and water to force us into cities. That would absolutely not, uh, that would, that would not surprise me at all. Uh, and you know, on that note, you know, we just had that world government summit that was going on. Um, I guess Elon Musk showed up via zoom and said that something about how the idea of a world government's a bad idea. Uh, but we do have a couple of clips that have come out. Uh, and one of the arguments that was made at this world government summit was that a shock was needed to create the transformation that they want into a new world order. So, to your point about poisoning the soil, poisoning the air, poisoning the groundwater. Uh, in order to force us into areas that are clean, exclusion zones or quarantine zones, if you will, uh, that would not surprise me at all. I feel like everything that we're seeing uh, is directly in line uh, with, uh, with, the, with the information that we're getting from these people. I mean, they have been r- remarkably honest about the things they want to do and uh, the direction they want us to go. Uh, Dr. Arturo Brees says, how is this transition going to happen? Well, I totally agree that the world order, the way it's built today, doesn't make any sense. That is not in line with the economic powers like India, Brazil, or Germany. They don't have a massive role in the international order. But to me, the big question is, how are we going to go through this transformation? It cannot be gradual. It has to be, has to be driven by a part, by a certain shock that will happen. So now we will reconsider this entire no. They're telling us exactly what they're going to do. Uh, this world government panel suggests that in order to create the new world order, they're going to have to, of course, burn down the old world. Uh, and uh, again, this is directly in line with everything that uh, they have been telling us they're going to do. They want to shock the system. They want to create a world where people are forced to accept that new world order. I, I've said before, war with Russia could obviously do that. Uh, and uh, I also, on, on the note of war with Russia, I have a, a great clip uh, from John Kirby, who is the Pentagon's chief BS officer. Uh, but real quick, guys, before we continue on with the show, I need to say thank you very much to my friends at My Patriot Supply. My Patriot Supply is the sponsor of the second half of this program. Uh, obviously, I've been telling you guys about getting um, uh, storable food for a long time, and right now at My Patriot Supply, you can get Tremendous savings on their three month supply of emergency food. And you'll also get $200 of free survival gear along with it. And every kit for three months that you buy, you get another one of these survival kits. So you can go right now to prepare with redpill78.com. Stock up on emergency food, have it on hand just in case anything happens, because God forbid it does. Hopefully it won't, uh, but I'm always going to be ready for everything. Once again, prepare with redpill78.com. Get yourself a free $200 bug out kit that comes with every three month supply of emergency food. Okay. And on that note, let's go ahead and listen to the Pentagon's chief BS officer, John Kirby. Let me get this pulled up here for us. And here we go. <laughs> this is in regards to the United States characterization of Russia, Russian aggression, and of course, NATO and uh, their expansion.
2: To look at this and say the reason that the Russian army is on NATO, uh, the, the Russian army is at NATO's doorstep is because NATO has expanded rather than the, the Russians expanding. That, In other words, NATO has moved closer to Russia rather than Russia moving closer to NATO. Is that not an accurate Way to look at this? I think that's the
0: way President Putin probably looks at it. It's certainly not the way that we look at it.
2: You don't, you don't think that NATO has expanded eastward toward Russia?
0: NATO has expanded, and and the expansion has been
2: a good thing for. So the reason that the Russian army is at NATO's doorstep is not the fault of the Russian army, not the. It's not the Russian army that's done it. It's NATO has moved closer to mo- move moving. I'm pretty east. sure
0: it wasn't NATO who was ordering, you know, upwards of 15 battalion tactical groups to within 10 kilometers of the border with Ukraine. And I'm pretty sure it wasn't NATO who put little green men inside Ukraine to destabilize okay. eastern cities. Well, I'm States. pretty sure
2: that Ukraine is not a member of NATO.
0: So- Boom. There you go. Ukraine is not a member of NATO. The only reason Russian troops have gotten anywhere near NATO-aligned nations is because NATO continues to expand eastward. They continue to antagonize Russia. They continue to remain a defensive organization started uh, specifically to protect the nations of NATO against the Soviet Union. The Soviet Union fell. NATO never fell. They just used it as an opportunity to grab more power, to get more allies, and uh, to create this almost unstoppable global force should it come down to needing a global war with Russia. Because if NATO attacks Russia, then all of the other nations in in NATO are also going to be obligated to go after Russia. That includes the United States and all those European nations. President Trump Trump uh, obviously was uh, very, very key in getting those NATO nations to start paying their fair share. I don't know if it's still happening right now, but I think NATO is an alliance that should just be done away with. It doesn't seem like Russia wants to go to war with the rest of the world, but it seems like the deep state that is controlling NATO is hellbent on going to war with Russia. Untitled 82 says, be prepared for more events. Stay vigilant. I think you're absolutely right. We are going to continue to see these types of events taking place, and I think that's an excellent segue into the next topic that I wanted to discuss. Uh, obvi- well, you know, let me t- let's talk about the Vax stuff first because this leads right into the new false flag that they're going to uh, prepare against us. Uh, obviously, the deaths and the injuries from the Vax continue to mount up. Here we have a new awful story about a 26-year-old pregnant mother who died of a sudden cardiac arrest, and of course, her unborn baby is now deceased as well. Her name was Zoe Green. She was from Kettering, England, so we can be almost assured that she was jabbed. Her unborn baby was going to be named Kobe, and he also passed away. Now, of course, characteristically, as people who die from the clot shots, she had no known serious health issues. Her family, her friends, they all said she was fine up to and including on the morning that she died of a sudden cardiac arrest. We have never in the history of the United States or the world had this epidemic of heart attacks happening in young people, people who otherwise are visibly completely healthy. We also have this story about an American surfer, Kelly Slater, who admitted that his mother is the victim of an adverse reaction of the Pfizer shot. This is great news because it means that bigger personalities, more people with larger uh, bases and, and and larger platforms to speak their truth, are coming out and, and saying, you know, unequivocally, this stuff is bad for you. Uh, and uh, you know, the people that I know who have taken it have ended up in a, a really bad way. So uh, Kelly came forward and said that uh, last year. Uh, uh, Well, actually, this is the thing. Last year, he was the one who was telling Australians they were crazy. uh, And uh, oh, no, I'm sorry. I guess he was always a staunch critic of the vaccine. I read that wrong. Uh, But his mother ended up taking it and uh, she lost feeling in her jaw, feeling in her tongue. She lost feeling in her hands and feet. Uh, and she now seems to have some type of transverse myelitis. Myelitis, I would imagine that's related to your nerve endings because myelin is the sheath on your nerve endings. Uh, my friend's mother from Barbados is in the hospital right now in Florida, and she's dying slowly from the effects of the Pfizer vaccine. She's on a quick, dark, downward spiral, and they don't know if they're going to be able to fix it. Uh, and this here is now becoming a problem for the powers that be. Uh, it's becoming undeniable that so many people are a a, a victim of these jabs. So many people are dying. So many people are having uh, effects that they never had previously, you know, like the numbness, the paralyzation, the clots, uh, the heart attacks. It goes on and on and on. Now, this is also uh, another example of somebody with a big platform. Uh, this is uh, a, some guy playing for the World Series of Poker. Now, I'm not a gambler. Uh, I don't watch gambling, but I know that a lot of people do. This is this is a, a big thing that people will tune into. Uh, and this gentleman right here was caught on a hot. Mike saying, I wish I never got the vaccine. Uh, And it was caught by the Canadian Independent. Uh, They were filming the World Series of Poker back in 2022, and it's only just coming out right now. And one of the players there admitted that he wished he hadn't got that. The player says, I wish I never got the vaccine. And then the other guy says, what's that? And he says, I wish I never got the vaccine. And then player two says, I never did until... And player one says, I've been having chest pains ever since I had that thing. Player two says, really? You're still having it? Player one says, yeah, from time to time. And they're saying if you get it, it hardens the arteries. I need to go get it checked out. But ever since, dude, it's been weird. Player two says, that's horrible. I held out until not even a month ago. Can you imagine surviving through the PSYOP for nearly three years and then finally succumbing to getting the jab. Player one says, is that right? Then why did you do it all of a sudden? Player two says, because I wanted to come play in the World Series. Player one says, but they didn't have that guideline. This right now. <laughs> Player two says, pardon me? Player one says, they they didn't have that. Player two says, but as a foreigner, you can't get into the US right now. Still. Still. So let's let's listen to the uh, the the conversation here, but also Low Country Brooklyn say Kelly Slater also spoke out on behalf of Bethany Hamilton's criticism of the World Surf League's decision to let trans male surfers compete in the Women's League. He's a boss. Cocoa Beach represent. And then Janice six nine six six says, I can't come up with anything right now. Just read my damn comment. Thank you very much for the um, uh, for the for the donation. Uh, so, MAGA Country Dad says, When will everyone realize we are under a national attack? One, infrastructure. Two, energy. Three, food. Four, this derailment has poisoned all the soil. And who do we get soil from? Five, next is water and utilities. I don't think you're wrong. And I think that's why I'm trying to shine a light on all of these things every day and why I tell people that they need to be prepared to make their own food, grow their own food. They need to be able to produce their own fresh, clean drinking water. In perpetuity, you also need to be able to collect your own water and you need to be protected from the 'er ne'er-do-wells that might come in to try to take the things that you've collected to make sure that you and your family are going to be safe. Yes, you're absolutely right, MAGA Country Dad. We are certainly under attack. And I think it all boils down to that idea of a shock that needs to be pushed so that people will accept a new world order. But the other thing about this is that so many of us are aware of this and we are not willing to accept that. Uh, Low Country Brooklyn says cold civil war. Former Navy SEAL Benjamin Smith called it. That is exactly where we are right now. I absolutely agree. Untitled82 said, Did y'all see the Aaron Rodgers video of him talking about the Epstein client list? You are correct. Bigger names are now talking about stuff like this. Thank you so much for that. Aaron Rodgers, I know he's a sports guy, too. He is huge. Uh, so for the fact that he's talking about it, uh, that means that it is leaching into the popular consciousness at a rate that we haven't seen in, uh, in, in times past. You know, every single day I get on Twitter and the Epstein, uh, Epstein client list is trending uh, and, uh, and it just continues to get bigger and bigger. I have another video clip of another high profile person who's come out against the jab, but let's take a listen to this World Series of Poker Exchange. And, I, of course, I have to go to Twitter itself.
3: I wish I would have never got the
2: vaccine. What's
0: that? I wish I never would have got the vaccine. I never did. Uh, uh, I've been having chest
3: pain ever since ago. I had that thing. Really? Yeah.
2: Still, You're still having
3: it? Yeah, from time to time. And oh, they're fine. saying that it uh, hardens the arteries. Yeah, yeah, throat, yeah. So I need to go get it checked oh out. My but, I mean, but ever since, dude, it's just that's horrible. It's been weird. I
2: held out. I held out until like a month ago, not even a month ago.
3: Uh, is that right? Why did you decide to get it then also? So I wanted to come play the World
0: Series. Oh, they didn't have that guy behind this right now. Pardon me?
2: They didn't Yang have that. Is a foreigner, you can't get into... Oh. Brian Kim also that's right. that's right. I sent to the rail was... earlier.
0: What, what's hilarious to me is that the, um, the, the Canadian Independent, either they don't realize that these guys have a hot mic, or they do realize... And they are allowing this conversation to go out over the airwaves. Can you imagine uh, the impact that that might have had on uh, people in Canada hearing that? I mean, because most Canadians were forced to get the jab too. Um, looks like Aaron Dukesack is the guy on the left listening to the man talk about his side effects. I'm trying to determine who the player is that had the side effects, and it looks like oh, sorry, Jeff Farns is the poker player talking about the side effects after the jab. Okay. Aaron Dukzak on the left. Jeff Farnes is the guy on the right. I don't play poker. I, like I said, I, I don't know anything about it. But uh, we also have a report of an, uh, a strange event taking place uh, over Texas. Multiple explosions have apparently been reported by local agencies and people in the area. I know we have some Texas people in the audience. So if, if you heard an explosion or you know anything about this, please let me know. Um, this is coming here from uh, Doug Mastriano, MAGA Mastriano. Uh, and uh, sorry, Doug is my governor. <laughs> the name is just MAGA Mastriano. But these large booms uh, are apparently being caused by meteorites, are they really meteorites or are these more instances of the federal government trying to create the UFO hoax on us? Now nine eleven, uh excuse me, nine one one was called by a number of different people in the area. Uh we've had a number of reports. Also, the FAA, Houston Air Traffic Control, uh looks like uh there was uh some Data down here from the Weather Service. Uh, they're saying that these blue areas are essentially where they observed something taking place. Uh, so again, developing story. But if you live in Texas, I'd be very interested to hear or if you or to listen uh, if you heard something. Uh, Texas here heard a slight boom. Dog was on edge. Didn't see anything. Uh, text texting girl says I'm in East Texas. I haven't heard anything. Uh, and then, uh, looks like that's all we've got. Okay. All right. So, uh, we also need to talk about the Marburg virus because as I, oh, I'm sorry. You know what? Before we talk about Marburg, I, you need to see this. This is Dr. Drew, Dr. Drew, celebrity doctor. Okay. He's got a huge audience. He's made a complete U-turn on the jab. He says that he wants to apologize to everybody. He's talking to Naomi Wolf here. Let's take a listen. This is not the only case. As we've seen, there are larger and larger platforms that are talking about the dangers of this jab. Listen.
2: To start... With um, a very sincere apology, I want to, as 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 effusively as I can, fall on my sword, and I want to explain why and what and and frame it. So sit back and enjoy this if you like this kind of thing. So <laughs> we now know that uh, we have a Pfizer a very significant visor executive on the record saying that they knew about these menstrual irregularities being a very serious concern. I have now seen uh, pathological specimens that show excess spike protein in the ovaries, in the adrenal gland. Uh, We, the, 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 uh the executive in the Project Veritas case pointed out that he thought maybe it had something to do with the hypothalamic pituitary axis, which is a very common sort of—it's a very delicate cycling system, a neuroendocrine system that women have that can get easily set off. But we now know some of the possible mechanisms, not just the ovaries— Uh, But also there could be we've seen excess spike protein now in the myelin and actually in the neuronal cell wall. So in
0: the myelin and in the neuronal cell wall, what did I tell you yesterday about the jabs making your glial cells turn into spike production Protein factories. Now it looks like it is pumping out at an accelerated rate from all of these different systems, and then it turns into a, a settling factor. It looks like it's going into the same areas that you might find some of these carcinogens. And uh, so I ask again, uh, you know, could they have created a a better and more stealth bioweapon? Uh, the jab itself creates the sickness. The sickness then creates the need for the jab, and the jab also in turn destroys your immune system. So you have people that will just get these jabs until they die. Uh, and then the rest of us, meanwhile, are subjected to the spike protein shedding that is happening all around us all the time. You know, I, I, there has been a distinct conversation about the nature of this sickness. And I'll tell you, from my own personal experience, Having been sick on many different occasions throughout my life, since this thing broke, there have been two different occasions where I was sick in a way that was very different from many other times that I've been sick. Different from a cold, different from a flu. Uh, It was a type of symptom that I have never experienced on any other level anywhere else before. So, I mean, I've told you about my tinnitus. I've told you about my lack of smell and my lack of taste. You know, there have been other things that have happened. I don't even want to go into them because it's just so disturbing to me. But this, to me, is the number one clue for myself to know that, yes, this was a biological weapon, and this is something very, very different. I don't know what the nature of it is, okay? All I know is what they're telling us. Spike proteins, you know, get into your body, and they they take over your cells, and they start producing other stuff. You know, it might not... Alter your DNA, but it sure messes with your uh, mitochondria, which is your mitochondrial DNA. Uh, There are way too many things that happen with this, and it's happening so slowly and over a long period of time that it is the perfect biological precursor to force people into situations they don't want to be in. Obviously, at this point, we know that most people are not going to die from just getting COVID. Okay, it's very, very rare, but it doesn't mean it's not going to make you sick for a very long time. It doesn't mean that it's not going to damage your body in a way that uh, wouldn't have happened otherwise. Uh, This, you know, Durfman 94 says the jabbed are the real spreaders. And I have to agree. I, I think that you know, I have noticed myself just being around people who are vaccinated, the, that I I get sick in a way that I haven't been sick before. And it's very disturbing. And, uh, and so anyways, I applaud Dr. Drew for finally coming forward and admitting that uh, he shouldn't have suggested that anybody get that jab. Uh, this is the best argument that I can possibly make for why rigorous medical testing needs to be done over a long period of time. But again, who handles all that? the pharmaceutical companies themselves handle the testing of their medications. And they have the power, as we've seen from Brooke Jackson, they have the power to manipulate that data. They can make it say whatever they want. They can remove so many other things. I I remember hearing about a little girl who was involved in a trial early on and her symptoms were just not cataloged. They ignored her symptoms so that it wouldn't count against the study in a negative way. So Now that people aren't buying the COVID-19 narrative and now that so many people are dying as a result of the jab – Uh, The next big psyop in my opinion is going to be the Marburg virus and a lot of people have been talking about this for a while. My friend Penny out here in the chat. She had predicted Marburg previously. Uh, I think that they tried again with COVID didn't work. They tried with monkeypox that didn't work. So now Marburg which is like again Ebola on steroids taking additional performance enhancing drugs. Uh, This is a really, really bad sickness. Now, is it the Marburg that's going to kill people? Is it even going to be an outbreak? Or is it just going to be people dropping dead from the jab? This man right here seems to believe that they're going to use Marburg as a pretext to cover up all of the deaths that we have already begun to see. Let's take a listen. There's
3: a potential that we are going to go into another hard lockdown in this country for absolutely no reason at all. The so-called coronavirus is disappearing very, very quickly, and they have to think very fast to find another way of keeping us locked down. The plan is to take us into a hard lockdown in somewhere in December, possibly level four, even level five. This lockdown we will never, ever come out of, and I want you to understand that very, very clearly. The idea be- behind the next lockdown is starvation and the total decimation of small and medium sized businesses. Now this is to bring in this new world order that Ramaphosa was talking about two or three years ago. And you need to understand that this is what's coming. And if we don't do something about it, we will never ever be free in this country. People are dying in their thousands from this injection that they have taken. And they're going to blame this on a whole new virus. They're going to call it Marburg. That's a name we've already seen. And this is the name that they're going to use for this virus.
0: Penny says, I'm worried the jab will accelerate Marburg spread. It's not easily spread currently. That's definitely something that I've considered as well, because you have the immune depressing effects Of the jab. Now, let's take a look at um, a video from two days ago. We have a new Marburg outbreak in Africa. So far, the spread of Marburg, as Penny says, it's been pretty slow. You've only got a couple of isolated cases. And once you get it, your body basically just falls apart. Uh, As Ebola makes you bleed from all of your orifices, Marburg has some really horrific effects. Let's take a listen to this um, press conference from. Equatorial Guinea from two days ago.
1: Equatorial Guinea has confirmed its first outbreak of the highly infectious and deadly Marburg virus. That, the World Health Organization said on Monday, follows the deaths of at least nine people. Speaking on state television, Health Minister <coughs> Mito Ondo Ayakaba said samples sent to an institute Pasteur laboratory in Senegal had come back positive for Marburg, which is similar to Ebola enfermedad virus. The illness caused by the Marburg virus is serious and fatal.
2: This virus
1: This virus causes a serious hemorrhagic fever in people. The death rate can reach
0: 88%. To
1: give you an idea, the death rate of COVID-19 didn't reach 2%.
0: Oh, listen to that. The death rate of COVID didn't reach 2 percent. I love hearing that truth. So Penny continues. Marburg will be a tough one. It's fast and hemorrhagic diseases are nearly always fatal. I've got some hope that ivermectin might help, though. We shall see. Currently, it's just keep them as comfortable as possible until they die. Evil bastards. Now, Penny said she's actually working on a protocol for Marburg. Um, This one obviously is a tough one. You don't really have a lot of cases of it. And like she says, when you get it, you generally die. Uh, So it's going to be a tough one to treat, certainly. Uh, She says uh, also 2022 outbreak, and this is actually, I I read this while I was uh, uh, getting ready for the show, Uh, Western Africa in Ghana in 2022, Marburg re-emerged, and they're calling it another zoonotic pathogen. And, of course, this is in the midst of the time they were trying to tell us that monkeypox was going to spread throughout the nation. uh, And uh, these uh, uh, health concerns that people might have uh, could potentially be misplaced. I mean, obviously, Marburg's bad. All right. But I tend to think that if you take care of your immune system and you just stay out of situations, remember, remember what the key was to not getting the monkeypox Just don't engage in risky sexual behavior with people that you don't know, and uh, you're probably going to be okay. Uh, Another argument for marriage and the nuclear family. Now, uh, before we end the show today, I have a couple of other little tidbits. I wanted to mention here uh, that, uh, as I've said before, the Brunson case is set to be reconsidered by the United States Supreme Court, and President Trump posted about it earlier today on Truth Social. Let's take a look. What did President Trump have to say about this? He shared the article from Just the News, SCOTUS to reconsider hearing case alleging Biden-Harris lawmakers ignored the 2020 fraud and broke their oaths. Absolutely, they did. Uh, and uh, I think this is really, really interesting stuff that President Trump is sharing. It That means it's on his radar. Uh, obviously, President Trump cares about election integrity as much as we do, maybe even more because he had the election stolen from him. But we had our president stolen from us. And the cost has been nearly immeasurable to the United States of America. We are in the worst possible state we have been in recent memory, uh, perhaps uh, certainly in the 21st century, certainly in uh, in my lifetime. Uh, you know we are on the brink of the same type of financial collapse that we saw in 2008. You know, I ever since we moved down here to Florida, I've always been checking out the prices of of new homes and uh, and even you know old homes. I want to see what the housing market is looking like, and people are just not buying houses like they were last year or the year before. Um, people can't afford them, and so you have all of these overpriced uh, real estate properties. And you you look at every single one of these listings, and even the new builds are like dropping by five, ten, fifteen thousand, twenty, twenty five thousand, thirty thousand. Uh, I uh, I'm I've been trying to get my mom to move down here, and uh, and so I was looking for places that might be appropriate for her, and uh, there is some really affordable stuff out there right now. Uh, so you know if if you if you want to live simply and uh, you are interested in moving to Florida, I think you can do that right now in a, in a, in a pretty good sense. And, you know, if you have money to spend on, uh, you know, a, a mid-sized family home, you can probably get one at a pretty good deal right now. Uh, but the problem is selling your home wherever you live. <clears throat> yes, uh, let me see. Okay, yeah, you know, at, at the end of the day, guys although we talk about scary things on the show, um, although we talk about, you know, all of these plans that the deep state have, I have to be honest, I, I'm not <clears throat> particularly concerned. Um, I know that things are going to happen. And I know that unfortunately there will be suffering. Um, but at the end of the day, you know, this life to me is about your relationship with God. And uh, my relationship is strong. Uh, my dialogue, my line of communication with God is open and ongoing, and uh, my faith sustains me. It allows me to remain brave, courageous, and steadfast in the face of all of this terrible stuff that we see going on around us. And uh, I guess my point is that despite all of the horrors of the modern world and the evil machinations of the deep state, you too can have that sense of peace, and security, serenity now. I'm telling you it is possible, all right? Uh, And just make sure that when you're looking into these subjects, you don't allow them to take over your life, okay? Do not allow them to control your frame of mind. Do not allow them to be the thing that sets the tone for you in the morning because even if we weren't in this day and age and all of this stuff was happening— we could easily find just as much stuff to be outrageous, outraged about. We could just as easily find as many things to be angry about. Yes, there is evil. Yes, there is inequality. Yes, there is uh, just, you know, horrible things happening all over the place. But it doesn't have to rule you. You can still have a relatively comfortable and peaceful existence. It just requires you to do one thing. So uh we wanted to end the show today talking about this recently revealed Israeli hacking and disinformation team. Uh It is known as Team George or Team Jorge, perhaps. There was an undercover investigation that The Guardian did. I'm going to give them big prompts for this. Uh, They actually went to this hacking ring uh, to try to hire them to do what they had done in uh, approximately 33 presidential elections throughout the world. Now, they are Israeli contractors. Uh, They say that they can hack sabotage, and use automated disinformation on social media to disrupt these presidential elections happening in a number of countries all over the place. Uh, And the unit is run by a man named Tal Hanan. He is a 50-year-old former Israeli Special Forces operative who now works using that pseudonym, George or Jorge. I don't know how you pronounce it here specifically because it might be differently spelled because it's in uh, Israeli or Hebrew, rather. Um, But He was exposed because uh, his ego was big enough that he would allow these people to come on in, Uh, and so he told the reporters that using his services, which he described as black ops because, let's be honest, the Israeli special forces taught him how to do it, were available to not just regular people, but they also did contract work for intelligence agencies, for political campaigns, and for private companies, all who want to secretly manipulate public opinion. They have done work in Africa, South and Central America, the United States, and Europe. They have a software package that they use to produce this. It controls a vast army of thousands of fake social media profiles. So these are essentially bots, but they're very sophisticated bots. They have Twitter profiles, LinkedIn profiles, Facebook profiles, Telegram, Gmail, Instagram, and YouTube. Some of these fake people... Even have Amazon accounts with credit cards attached to them, Bitcoin wallets, and Airbnb accounts. It is probably the most sophisticated bot cover operation I have learned about up to this point. To imagine you have an an account online with a fake name, a fake photo, a fake life. They have Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, Airbnb. They're posting reviews. They are posting links to the, pro- the the products they're buying on Amazon. I mean, this is deep cover stuff here. Yeah, We need to hire this guy for our side. Here's the thing. Uh, I think that our side just needs to figure out how to use this stuff. I wouldn't want to hire this guy myself. But they got footage of this guy uh, talking about exactly what their strategy is, uh, how they can actually implement it. They can gather intelligence on the rivals of the people who are hiring them, use hacking techniques to get into Gmail and Telegram accounts. Uh, They can talk about planting materials, planting fake news stories at real news outlets, and then amplifying those fake stories with their army of bots through that software that they're using. Highly sophisticated. And I just want to say, what do you think the what do you think the the chances are? that this was used in the 2022 election here in America, that this was used in the 2020 election. It's probably been used in a number of different elections going back here in the United States. Uh, I highly doubt that this is just going to be used at some local area or simply in Equatorial Guinea or in Ghana or some African nation. This is being used in the Western world. And because it's Israeli, it has a de facto level of protection. Let's be honest. You know, the uh, Israelis take care of each other. And if this guy is former special for, former special forces uh, and he has access to this type of infrastructure, uh, to the employees, to this bot network, how do you think that it was designed to begin with? I mean, DARPA, lifelong, becomes Facebook. Uh, CIA funds the company that becomes Google. Israeli Mossad funds this guy who becomes this special team, George. Uh, I, I, there is a whole other article about this. I'm probably going to end up going uh, over this later, but, um, I will be back today at 4 PM for, uh, my episode of taking it back with Frank and, uh, Adel. Uh, and then I have one more video that I'm going to be dropping here later this evening. So, uh, let me go over here to the, uh, Mrs. Goose says, well done, Zach. There is such peace uh, when we live in the love of Jesus. Amen. Uh, over here on the foxhole. Uh, Crisco 13, thank you for that cookie. Just Ducky says, should we expect the rain and crops to be affected by the fallout of the chemicals? I would. I mean, yeah, I definitely would. Space Coast Patriot says, I'm about 50 miles from west of uh, Kissimmee. I could see the smoke from my house. Dang, that's, uh, well, hopefully you're okay. Let me know if you get any fallout on your home. Uh, Pam D, thank you for the cookie. Lou Ann V, appreciate the can. Sean Joe, thank you for the cookie. Uh, who cares? It says, hi, Zach. Foxhole giving you... Answers to your questions. Uh, Mr. Pete dropped a cookie. Mountain Lace says, Will we read the precip- will we reach the precipice be one second before nuclear war? Heck, that would be the precipice to end all precipices. Alan Godwins. Thank you for that phone. Khaleesi 2020. Appreciate the can. True Grit says question. So did Dr. Drew take the jab? Is he saying he's worried about his health? Dr. Drew definitely took the jab. Uh, He definitely took the jab. And now I think that given everything that he's learned about the dangers of the jab, he knows that his health is certainly in danger. Uh, Just duckies. Excuse me, says, with all this evil happening, hold strong your faith. God is good and working diligently against the evil. Amen. And Space Coast Patriot says, I meant to say 50 miles east of Kissimmee. Okay, no problem. Either way. Uh, I figured Space Coast, that would be east. Uh, And then napkinator79 says, thanks, RP, for another top-notch show. Red Pill Ken, my brother from from another mother, thank you for that cookie. Uh, And then uh, 6969 Hard Knock News says, Zach, thanks. I enjoy listening while working my tractor trailer in Connecticut. Excellent, man. Uh, Glad you're still out there listening. Fredo says, pour one out, Zach. YouTube CEO Susan Wishwicky is stepping down. Well, I hope that's good for the people who still have YouTube accounts. But unfortunately, I heard that YouTube was going to step up their censorship regime. Uh, They are going to be stopping bad information before it even gets to you. So it won't even be able to be published anymore. Uh, So uh, that's good for us over here on Rumble. That's good for us over here on Foxhole. Uh, Thank you very much, everybody, for hanging out with us. Please do me a favor. On your way out, hit that like button. I'm also going to go ahead and pass out the gold pills. Thank you to everybody over there on the Foxhole for the continued support. I don't think that I have anything to mention about Cash App or buy me a coffee. No, I don't. Uh, Also, you guys, uh, I was on a show yesterday with my friend Scott Shara. He interviewed me. Uh, So I wanted to send the link to his program, and it looks like they didn't send me the link. They only uh, just mentioned the fact that they were going to put it out there. So as soon as it's out, I will share it on Twitter and, and, and truth social and telegram and all that stuff. All right, you guys, uh, 414, uh, likes, and it only says there's one person watching. I know that that's not true because it was like close to 2000 earlier. So please do me a favor, hit that like button on the way out until next time. I'll see you at four. Good luck and God bless. to say thank you to Penny. She said, yes, we all have an expiration date. We are here on purpose, for a purpose, for such a time as this. That means we are supposed to be doing something. If you don't know what to do, support those who do. Thank you very, very much, Penny. I appreciate your continued support. Everybody, make sure that you are subscribed to Penny Whitbrot, Witt Health Coach, over there on Rumble, and then also check out her website.